<laughs> with the little birdies and shit. Fashion. <laughs> Welcome to the Broski Doodles Podcast, the best podcast in all the land. It's your boy Kiko Flo, Kiko Cervantes, DJ BJ's in La Casa. Looking good, looking cutesy. You're looking more fit. I think you're losing weight. That's good. 2023. I'm just wearing Maybe. a black shirt. <laughs> it okay. hides everything. Well, you but can always you. you can always reflect my compliment and 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 just <laughs> deny. No, but yeah, you're looking good, uh-huh. DJ BJ. As people know, whenever he's not in the dark underworlds uh, doing the damn thing, he's with us here talking about life, philosophy, <laughs> and, and how to really make it you know better on a day to day basis. You know, because we're just average regular Joes. Searching for the meaning of this whole thing, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, the other day, I heard I heard this quote. It really, it really hit me. You know, like a lot of uh, teenagers nowadays, they they want to like they feel they feel sad and depressed, and then they they they're feeling like they want they want to like off themselves, you know, kill themselves. But really, it's not that they want to kill themselves; is that they want to kill the the part of them that is still a child to be able to grow into an adult. So once they, they pass like this stage of 18, 19, 20, where they start being doing being an adult, that's when that those feelings of, you know, depression and like wanting to go away because part of their, their themselves had to die for them to now grow into this new chapter in life. You know, damn, you took this, like it started like this and then you went like, <laughs> so what is, are they saying this like as a metaphor, like kids these days, like, feel kids. depressed because part of them has to die so they can get to the next stage it, it is metaphorical they okay. sometimes the, the kids will mistake it as literal and and do it but okay. realistically it's it's a metaphorical uh, right, but is it something that people are going through now or that we also went through when we were little kiddos I, i'm i'm pretty sure we, we've all gone through it at some point in time uh once we realize that we like when you start when you start finding joy in and playing video games or, or doing things that you know kids would normally find joy in that's that's when you know it's it, the death is approaching like not not the what what if not, you, the, not the actual death but the little death you know the the, li- the little death <laughs> the what, little death <laughs> what if you're 34 and you still enjoy doing video game kid stuff then and then also want to off yourself <laughs> <laughs> you're 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 in you're in that limbo you're 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 stuck in neverland bro i'm stuck in neverland let I mean I, I feel like that that's that's the case. Okay. You you can you can enjoy playing video games, but I think the fact that you're still enjoying them at that age, it means that you never grew. <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's let's call it let's call it spade a spade. You know, let's call it what it is. Damn. <laughs> uh, well, I actually uh, agree or, or to that, disagree. That, that aspect of your of your of your mind or your 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 person or your that never grew out of that. You know? Yeah, but I don't think it's something that you need to grow out of. You know, just like having fun as a kid does. You know, it's not something you need to grow out of. You're gonna become more responsible, and you need to do things in your life. But like, like if you enjoy forty minutes an hour of video games a day, and it's something that relaxes you, as someone would do yoga, for example, and do like the the dog down position, I don't think it's necessarily mm-hmm. a bad thing. Can it be an addictive thing and people can fuck up their lives because of it? Yes, I've seen it. Many, you know, many of our cousins never, could, never, never really, um, you know, recovered could, fully. Could you, could you then agree that the person that does enjoy 
40 minutes a day of of playing video games to relax themselves tend to be more more juvenile in in mindset or in thought well judge me i'm that person well i'm asking like, you well i don't think i'm juvenile i think i think i think if anything it keeps me connected to an important part of being a child within to have fun and not be too cynical and not take yourself too serious in life. Because what I think happens is as you grow older, you start realizing the fucked up things of life and life can easily be seen as a tragedy. And that's when you're depressed. Like when I've been depressed, you see life as a tragedy. Like I complete, like just, everything just sucks, right? Like it's just shit. It's like, it's, it's, it's uh, hard to, to, to deal with it, right? Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> So I think that part of being a child, which is, a child enjoys the day. A child enjoys the activity it is in. It, it, it's almost like because it doesn't know so much, it only focuses on the little things it knows and is able to have, I think, better experiences and more fulfilling because they're focused 100% on the activity that they're doing. As adults, we can't concentrate on things anymore. And we know all the bad things behind, you know, like we know how the hot dog is made. So now, I, I mean, I guess it's just the way that I think of it. I feel like if you're able to connect to something as a child, I think it helps. And if that thing that you're connecting to your younger child is a video game, maybe called Warcraft 3, where you're really good at it and it's about strategy and you actually think that it might be making you keep your neurons moving in a way so that when you're older, you'll still be like so a person that can speak to people and you won't have Alzheimer's. Shit, I'll sign that. But I mean, but I appreciate you not agreeing with it because I think that's part of what the brusky doodles is, you know, it's us mm -hmm. being who we are. We love each other, but that doesn't mean that we think the same on every subject, you know, and that's why we talk about it to, to learn. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. so I, but that's how, that's my, what do you think of that outlook? So, so, so I mean, I, yeah, I could, I could see that like how as a child you would enjoy eating a hot dog and, or a corn dog or any, any of those like fair foods. But then when you realize, you know, somebody's somebody has to make this, somebody has to go and 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 um, and produce this, then put their hands on it. Where's where are those hands been? Like where, who has like who's making sure that these things are, are properly done? Is it properly cooked? Like all all these things that you think about as an adult because you you've now realized, okay, this is what it requires for this to be done. You you can't enjoy that hot dog without thinking like, damn, should I eat this? or, or right. not is, is, the, is it the sodium that's gonna hit me is it the, the calories you know the fat like what right what all, all that but you, as right. a kid you're like a fucking hot dog hell yeah bro you're like shit right. but then you know like you said okay but so do you think that in a way it isn't all that bad to keep some connection to your inner inner child to not be too cynical and negative about life when when shit hard shit comes you can, you know, still have fun and smile, look at the sun and appreciate the fact that we're living in an experience that nobody really understands. I mean, everybody has their own version of what Warcraft 3 is, you know, like everybody has their own version of that connection to their to their inner child. Everybody always wants to to go back to that to that on a simpler time the, uh, when you when you didn't know all these things, uh, even even as adults, even as, as old people, what, what, what often tends to happen uh, as people are approaching the, their death. They, they start to regress to these these earlier times where, where things were a lot simpler, where things were a lot uh, easier, a lot better, a lot more fun, 
um because you know it was it was it was uh, it was uh more close to, to a child the childlike nature of you and and it was innocent it was pure it was uh, untainted by by society uh, as we live and breathe now um so it is important to keep a part of your inner child uh, alive but at, at what cost you know like the, uh you i feel like if you as long as you keep that inner child alive you credit you card fully, debt for example you never fully grow you know you never Damn. fully mature okay. like yes you can keep it alive the more of the child that you keep alive the less of the adult that okay. becomes mature and do you think there's an optimal level there where you want to keep a little bit of the child alive or do you think optimal will be fully killing the child and becoming a full adult I uh, I think I think it it depends on your environment. What 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 does what does your environment need you to do? Does your environment need you to 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 be in your house and just uh, be stuck on a computer twenty four seven three sixty five, or does your environment need you to step up and and become an adult and 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 lead the way to for these future generations to to uh, strive to be something better? You know, fuck that Ben, <laughs> like... Shapi ben Shapiro, <laughs> leave my friend. Stop controlling his mind. <laughs> it's the shirt, bro. It's the shirt. I, I feel like it's on you now. <laughs> fuck. Okay. Okay. No, I mean I like the disagreement, but uh, but yeah. I think that video games are still a good thing. Mm -hmm. uh, if you don't, if you do less than an hour a day and you concentrate on maybe more games that have a lot of mobility and, and, and maybe mm -hmm. makes your brain work, I think that could help. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But also, if you prefer to follow the advice of DJ BJ, you'll probably get farther <laughs> in life. <clears throat> uh, okay, look, talking about something that responsible people that want to get farther in life do is waking up early right you have to wake up um, early. like from your little kid they always tell you hey waking up early whoever whoever wakes up the early get the early bird <laughs> which i don't know what that means but uh, no er, er, no the early bird catches the worm catches the worm because then mm -hmm. by that but by, by, if, you, if you're late by that time all the worm has been caught mm -hmm. all right that is that is uh something that makes sense right <clears throat> now waking up early if it's for something that you like, that you wanna do, it's almost like you, you wake up energized and ready for it. But when you have to wake up for something you don't like, like work, it feels to me, in my opinion, that it's like you're never fully rested. Like you're always sleepy and you don't wanna wake up. And I think that mentality is so important in life because it's sort of, it, it, that mindset controls mm -hmm. your body and your biology and makes you feel differently to the point where in one scenario you're tired and sleepy and the other you're like ready to go and dig hard. <laughs> just uh, dig your hand, just re ready, ready to Boom. roll. <laughs> you know when it hurts, uh, like everything's pumping so hard, it hurts, you're like, fuck. <laughs> Like, cut yeah. it, cut the head. You know? <laughs> it's, when it's been over four hours, and you're like, fuck. <laughs> cut, cut the head. <laughs> Let that shit leak out. It's like, um, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, oftentimes, if you're if you're waking up for, for, for work, you, you don't wake up. The, the alarm wakes you up. Right. But if you're if you're waking up for like a like a like a weekend activity, like yo, like uh, we want to get to the to the Disney parks before they open, so we need a we, we live in Miami, the parks open at, at nine, it takes us three hours and a half to get to drive to get there, so we need to be leaving like at like at five thirty, 
everybody needs to be up by by four thirty for by four to get there on time. And by three o'clock, your body is already like, "Yo, get the fuck out, let's go. We gotta go to fucking dizzy," you know, like, <laughs> right? Like, like you 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 don't you, like you wake up before the alarm even like like is even close. By the, to by, by the way, that's that's the little child that you still keep. <laughs> you piece uh, of yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody. I, you I told you about, everybody hey, has wake it. up at three in the morning, and I put my my, my Mickey Mouse suit. Oh my god! Oh my god! This guy. Oh my god! Uh, you got the pins and the thing. Oh, yeah. Shit. Maybe you should have like a like on, on the calendar, like National Be a Kid Day type shit. You know? Yeah. Okay. And so so your... so you see right, like how your mindset can change. So if you're able to get to a point where every day you're waking up to do something that you like, then now your life changes, right? But I mean, this is not like a new revolution mm. I'm doing here. Like everybody's like, a common goal is to get to a point where you do something that you like, so it's not like a job, right? It's no longer feels like a job. But I think that's like the hardest thing to find in life. You, you know what, I mean, I think, I think you pretty much struck gold right now. Um, what, if, what if you set up your day so that the first thing that you do in the morning is something that you like followed by work. Hmm. So like you, you're waking up cause you're like, damn, I want to wake up to do this thing. And then after that, I have to go to work. So you're already up with this energy. Like, Oh shit, I, I'm waking up cause I want to do this thing and then work. I mean, the thing is the things that you would want to wake up to, our activities are maybe too long to put before work. Mm -hmm. However, like, like you said that you said like you like playing mountain video games bikes. Okay. or mountain biking. Okay. You know, you like doing right. that, set it up so that you get to do that before you go to work. Mm, okay. It's because hard, you're, not, you're, waking, but, you're waking up now, not, not for work. You're waking up because you want to do this thing before you go to work. Right. Then work is later. Yeah. Work, I mean, work is after right. yeah, work, work is eventually. Right. Work as eventually and conditionally. Interesting. <laughs> All right. Fuck. We're making ground right now. Yeah, yeah, this is really good. You know, you, you know, like when the psychologist is sitting with the with the yeah, yeah we're having a breakthrough, and they're like, we're having a breakthrough. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's that's actually deep as fuck, bro. Like the like set it up so that even if you have to do something shitty for the meanwhile in your life because you have a, a job that you don't like and you're actively looking for something else. If you set it up so that the first thing you do in the morning is something you like, then it sets your mood for the day in a good way rather than, fuck, I got to wake up for work. No, fuck. I, I mean, you're like, yeah, I'm going to wake up to play some workout three or I'm going to wake up to right. go mountain biking. You know what's crazy? I mean, maybe like, I mean, maybe not, not set it up like, oh, I'm going to wake up to do a line of cocaine. Maybe that one is not... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, that, like, if that's, like, if that's your if that's your thing. Uh, I mean, like, use a, common sense, write, right? Write it down, write it down your schedule. I mean, I don't know, right. like, right, right, vision board, you know, whatever it is. <laughs> Just like a little, a little mountain, a little pile. <laughs> you know what's funny about psych psychologists is that I, I think maybe I've been very cynical about psychologists because I'm like, okay, how the fuck they're gonna help me? And mm -hmm. I've never been to one, and maybe something that could help, right? Uh, but I very, I'm always like weary of like. I'm going to open up and be vulnerable to somebody that are they really going to give a fuck or are they just trying to make their money, you know? Because you see it with doctors here. Like, you go to doctors and they're like, sometimes they don't give a fuck or they just mm -hmm. ask for extra shit so they can make money. And mm -hmm. so I'm thinking, right? I'm thinking, you see a lot of movies. Mm -hmm. And in a, in a lot of movies, you see a theme 
where s- s- maybe the main guy mm-hmm. or may is is the, is a psychologist, right? And he has a patient that's talking to him, mm-hmm. and he's like daydreaming about something else, mm-hmm. not giving a fuck about the the, the patient because mm-hmm. he's thinking about you know Kate Hudson, right? That he met. Mm-hmm. She, and and it's funny because you have a lot of this wave of mental health where they're pushing like no no this is not weird like you should go to a psychologist you should feel safe but in every movie i see the psychologist is just another human that kind of doesn't give a fuck and is working but really not really working and it's almost like thelma at the dmv who's doing halfway what she needs to do like this guy's doing the same and this is the guy you need to open up and tell him about your deepest fears I just wanted to say that to, uh, you know, to put a little stop when people are like, oh, psychology, no, mental health, you gotta go to psychology. It's gonna help so much. Like, chill. You can have a bad experience with some fucking fucktard also. I, I mean, I mean, like, sometimes I, I feel like this, this, uh, this interaction that we have is better than, than going to see a psychologist. Like, I think we make a lot more progress. Uh, bet- uh, you know, you and I talking back, back and back to back, back and forth. Um, but now the, the like you know then the person that who doesn't even know our history or or who who we are you know but yeah. but realistically at the end of the day what makes you think that i give a fuck about 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 your life and you give a fuck about mine type shit you know you mean with the psychologist right 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 with right. the psychologist yeah so like they they could they could, they could help you but but at the end of the day not really but yes because they not only hear you out but they're also at the same time you know analyzing what it is that you're saying what it is that you're arguing about because it's not just oh like i'm upset because my my cat um fucking pooped on the on the on my on my on my sofa or some shit you know but they're they're analyzing all right so what is it that about that that's upsetting you it's because of your you know your trauma that you had with your with your with your stepdad that would shove your 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 face in and in, in in when you when you peed yourself on the on the bed or some shit you know like something right. like, something stuff like that right when uncle you know steve did some things to you in the barn and then <laughs> that you know got stuck I, in this like capsule of fear and now you have acute fear of death on a daily basis and and so i think sometimes it's easier to open up with somebody that you don't know mm about things like that because you don't they don't want one they won't judge you weird and two like it'll be like you could actually open up and and say this and then have somebody hear you out and then potentially never see this person again so like you could like that that could Mm. like they could just stay hidden in this in this little vault right where, where you got it you got it off your chest and that that like just getting it off your chest alone helped you know whatever yeah but that, that one you, you got to with you, you with a friend but what you're saying there is that there's actually oh, value in talking to somebody that doesn't know you right but with a friend if i have let's say if i told you one of my deep dark secrets that i could not possibly share with anybody which i i can't because of, of the nature of it you would you might see me differently as a result even if you if you if you don't say anything and even if you don't judge right. me or whatever the fuck and and then i wouldn't personally be able to be able to even look at you right because of what you know okay so what you're saying is that even though a psychologist 
value is sometimes a bit overrated and we'll do a lot of that in this podcast mm-hmm. we just had a big breakthrough 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 today <laughs> that i think a lot of the people that, that listen can can benefit from because mm-hmm. this is sort of like the psychologist class for free that's even better but this doesn't mean that going to a psychologist is a bad thing because it does have its value of having the fact that the person is a stranger that you don't have to see them like you know like you're telling your cousin about you know uh uncle roberto touching mm-hmm. you in your mm-hmm. genitals your cousin's gonna look at you differently even if he doesn't want to but if right. you tell martha the psychologist you know 67 year old woman that you don't know although awkward it's gonna probably not leave you scarred because this person's you're not gonna see her again or you know so mm-hmm. i get oh that's, that's uh, it's, really it's, or, or it's like a, it's a more professional setting but like look look at the internet look at look at how how much easier it is to for you to anonymously, anonymously post something on the internet that that might be real to you and not get any like you know any uh feedback for it or, or get some feedback for it but It'll, it'll never get tied back to you and people and then somebody could help you out so nobody could call you disgusting or like you know like you're a pig whatever this and that but at the end of the day they don't know who you are so like you you anonymously say this to to help it's, it's really to help you cope with this situation whatever it is that you're getting off your chest okay interesting interesting um do you think a mode of therapy is doing or going to places that you used to go in your childhood, like maybe restaurants, right? Like for example, I think of Little Caesars, and this is and this is not a an ad or anything. Although if they're interested, <laughs> they can contact our business manager. I think of Little Caesars, and it brings me to like special special places where like me and my friends only have five bucks, you know, all together, and we were able to get a five dollar pepperoni hot and ready. Little Caesar's pizza and like breadsticks and like have the drip, you know, start solidifying on the walls of my vessels where all the blood <laughs> goes through. And I'm like, this is amazing, right? Now that I'm older, I don't want to sound judgy, but do you feel that now places that you thought were super fire now, I don't want to say it, but I'll say it. They kind of feel a little riff raffy to you, like a little riff raff. <laughs> Um, and, and nothing against it. Like I'll still go like, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Like, like Taco yeah, Bell yeah, yeah. is one of those things like Taco Bell. I'll probably go today, you know, well, little Caesars, I tried it. The little Caesars is now in Spain and okay. I went to it and like everything that the feeling was there. But when I ate it, the problem is it's very greasy mm-hmm. and it just destroyed my stomach almost right away where I just felt really bad in my stomach. But I don't blame him for that. Like that's that's that what they've always had. And when I was uh, a <laughs> that's little Caesars. <laughs> that's little Caesars. I mean, you're paying you're paying five bucks. When I was 15 years old, my stomach was at a stage brand new, pretty much right. You know, right off the lot, mm-hmm. where it could take just a lot of everything. But now my stomach is very delicate. Mm. Nevertheless, the, the the flavor was there, but you you could tell this was like super grease. But it was okay. amazing. Okay. Little Caesars. Okay. That's one of those things that I think of like, ah, maybe it's a little more riff raffy than I thought. But that's still <laughs> cool, you know. You, you remember when like you would buy a, a Little Caesars pizza between three of you? And you're like, fuck, 
there's eight, eight slices how do we split this up you know <laughs> yeah well i think that's how they came up with the formula for pie mm. 3.4 well one for like like you need to split it in in in, in a in a pie you have to, you need to split the pie in a way where there's always gonna be one line that's just gonna be always getting like smaller and smaller <laughs> and by the time uh, you explained it you ate that exercise yeah right? the exercise <laughs> it's done <laughs> oh damn um damn uh, good times good times there, there um one restaurant that as a kid i was like yo this is this is uh the place to be i want to go here for my birthday and, and everything like that because it's, it's fancy as fuck because uh was uh the olive garden i um remember when they ha- they would have like a like a long table where you're gonna like, invite your whole family and like stuff like that because they had like the tables for for regular you know like four to six atop and then they had this long table where they simulated like you know like a family environment like a sit down like a you know like a like, hey tony bring the family hey, when you hear your family hey come here sit down we got the best wine in the house unlimited unlimited breadsticks was was uh you know unlimited breadsticks unlimited salary like damn this is this is legit this is what this is where it's at uh oh and the, and the tour of italy which is the the um the pasta uh, with the pesto, the white no, sauce. No, the, it was the the chicken, the, the, sorry, the Alfredo, the fettuccine Alfredo, a piece of lasagna, and the the chicken parmesan. Oh, uh. oh my god! Now you think <laughs> you think of it now being not as fancy as it used to be, but you still go in it and kill it. And then now uh, that I become more worldly, I've actually talked to to some Italian people, and they they they're like this is a this place is a disgrace. Like this is <laughs> <laughs> this is horrible. But like, this is the thing. This is the thing. You need to judge it, and this is what I do with restaurants of this type. Not judge it in comparison to its tangent origins of Italy, because uh-huh. this is a fusion, right? I mean, Alfredo is not even a sauce in Italy, right? So. <laughs> Alfredo is just some guy that, you know, probably a fraudster, a con man. <laughs> but Alfredo is fire. I like it. But it is what it is. It's of sort course. of like you, you go to, like, when people go, like, Chipotle or Mo's for burritos. Uh, they're like, this is uh-huh. not even Mexican food. Yeah, but I still like it, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'll definitely still gonna, I'll still definitely hit up the, the, the Gardine d'Olive. <laughs> That's the other thing. Got- I, think, I, I think at this stage, because people already kind of know that it's not as fancy as they thought it was you need to in the pr move change the name so instead of the olive garden you need to call it the gardino di olivo <laughs> right so this way you can get more traction you oh, know people yeah. people you know that maybe don't aren't that worldly they'll be like oh my god oh. martha did you hear did you hear <laughs> at the gardino di olivo she's like brian why are you saying it like that that's how it's said <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a family that came from italy and they created a franchise oh here. my god <laughs> now oh, i remember taking a girlfriend on valentine's day when i was like 17 to olive garden uh-huh and i felt like i was a boss uh-huh i was like killing it how long how long did that relationship last uh shortly after that we were. <laughs> <laughs> i think as a result of you taking her to the olive garden she's like uh no no but same. i'll be i'll be honest with you at that time we were both 17 it kind of fit yeah the, I mean, yeah, yeah. At, that, fit. at that time it fit it fit you know what's another yeah, one I, I think even 21 like even 21 22 you yeah, take you it to take, olive, uh, yeah you could do it 
It's legit. You could do it. I mean, like, I I take my girl now sometimes to McDonald's, and she's like, hey. Could you you propose at an an Olive Garden? You shouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) You shouldn't. But if if I tell my woman we're going to the Olive Garden and she makes a face, that's a problem. Because this is the thing, I'll take you to the place with the expensive mimosas and the overpriced pork shop. I'll do that for the kids, right? But I'll also take you to the Taco Bell two for one Tuesday, mm-hmm. and you better appreciate all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because at mm-hmm. the end of the day, that's part of what life is. You know, moving well, forward. Or, or, or the Wendy's four for four. Is that like a new thing? I mean, it sounds exciting. My dick is hot right now. Four for four. <laughs> yeah, four for four. Four dollars and a, I get four items from the dollar menu? Yeah, well, oh, my not, God. It's not the dollar menu. It's, you it's get, a value you get a, menu now because they can't call it. You get a drink. You get a, a four-piece chicken nugget. You get a you get a choice of either a junior bacon cheeseburger or a, um, or a crispy chicken sandwich and then, and then fries. So you get those four items. Bro. I mean, f- fuck up, fuck riff raff or not. Wendy's is like fire, and this is the thing that I have with Wendy's. It's a problem I have with Wendy's, right? Like all the American food, fast food that I like, I'm able to get in other places of the world, right? So like in Spain, they have McDonald's and it's fire, uh-huh. right? They have Burger King and well, it tastes like Burger King, right? Yeah, but it's Burger King. Yeah. Okay. They have Taco Bell, and uh-huh. it, t- it tastes like Taco Bell, right? Uh-huh. But they don't have Wendy's. Mm. And in Venezuela, when I when, in Venezuela, when in I Venezuela. lived when I lived in Venezuela, they had Wendy's, but it never like it, sometimes they just don't translate. Like it, it was different. It wasn't Wendy's from the U.S. Like it didn't taste like that, right? <laughs> so I'm able to like get all of these um, itches. Scratch with Taco Bell, with but the only one that I cannot and that I have many years without eating is Wendy's. Oof. So when you talk about Wendy's, I'm like, like I, I, I picture myself, <laughs> like I picture myself in the drive-through, like at twelve in the midnight, getting the crispy, spicy, crispy chicken nuggets, oh. getting a frosty, getting a, a baked potato with the bacon, with the butter, with the sour cream. Oh my goodness! I mean, like that's the child in me. <laughs> <laughs> the child, the inner child. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> diabetes. <laughs> diabetes. <laughs> oh man, yeah. And, no, but and it's, totally, it's amazing. Totally worth. It's totally worth. Yeah, for sure. It's amazing. No, uh, yeah. Wendy's for me is is top tier burger game and fast food chains. Mm-hmm. Now, if we move a little up in the chain, right? If we're in fast food, we can get to. I think the king of fast food. It's Chick-fil-A. Ooh. Although Chick-fil-A, you could call it a restaurant, but I think it's, uh, I think it's, I think it's their category is between a restaurant and a fast food joint. So it depends on what they want to go with. Do you want to go with a very decent restaurant or do you want to go with a fire top of the line, the best fast food establishment in, in the U.S.? So it depends on, you know. If you want to stay in the smaller bowl and be the bigger goldfish, or do you want to, you know, I I, I think they should stay with the fast food just so that it, this matters. What I'm saying makes sense. What do you, 
Could you imagine if Chick-fil-A went like the burger route, like the meat route? Oof. This is the thing though. If Chick-fil-A, and I've heard that they I've heard that in in Miami, South Florida, the service I've it's dropped. It's not really? as it's not as good as it used to be back in the day where like the servers would be like, Hey, what's up? You know, do you have this? Oh, let me get all oh, the sauce for you, let me get that. And that worries me. Cause this is the thing. If they just keep everything how it is and continue to bring out that quality, I don't even care about the beef. Like, I, I could just not eat beef because I'm going to Chick-fil-A for the chicken. If I want to eat beef, I go to Wendy's. Mm. Now, the only thing is they should open on Sundays, right? They can hire on Sundays just one staff group on Sundays that are not Christian. Maybe Jew <laughs> Jewish or Muslim. Uh, uh -huh. And while all the employees go to church on Sunday, those people work the the thing. Or, or, or non-denominational non or agnostic or atheist. Right, agnostic or, or an atheist. But then, but then, but then they wouldn't get hired because they, they would, right? Or like, is there like a discrimination like that against them? Or, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if the discrimination is based on do you follow any religion or do you need to follow our religion? But they are going to have to make an exception if they want to open on Sunday. Mm. Or are you going to allow Christians that sometimes don't go to church and this way the workers will go twice a month? One week, yes. One week, no. Mm -hmm. I mean, can you still get enough Jesus reception if you just go twice a month rather than four? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's something to ask, you know, uh, someone that's in the clergy or some shit, you know, that can help us with those. Like, like, if, is the connection still there? Like, if I just go once a month, can I mean, you make and, it so and, that you send me more energy on that one day so that I can, can last the whole month? Can Can they go to church and then go to work? You know, like... Like, I don't see anything wrong with them. Mm -hmm. All right, go, go to church and then go, go to work. And then that's, that's okay. it. You're good. And you yeah, get paid for those, those hour or two that you're at church. Right. You know? Right. You got, you got two services. You got the morning service and the night service. So depending on your shift that day, you can decide. Yeah, you only, you only work half a day. No, no. You, yeah. no like, you, like, you, like you, you, got, you get two shifts. Or maybe yeah. they give you half a day just because they're nice as fuck like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, okay. Or no, like you work half a day and then you get paid the two hours that you're at church, whatever. Right, yeah. Oh, perfect, perfect. So you, so you and, you and you get the you keep the business running. How many times have you not been in the drive-through of a fucking Chick Fil A on a Sunday morning? And you're like, ah, yes. god damn it, these motherfuckers are close. Like one of those little chicken buttery biscuits. God damn it. Uh, By the way, many, uh, uh huh. No, I was just gonna say, maybe people, a lot of people don't know this. Like the Chick Fil A breakfast, that's where it's at. Like that's what I was gonna say. Like going back to the whole waking up early to to go to things that you that you want to do. How many times have you you like? Damn, I want to wake up early to go to uh, Chick Fil A breakfast, or to t I want to try a Taco Bell breakfast, or I want to try like the different types of breakfast that that. Or even the classic eat. McDonald's breakfast. Sometimes oh I wake up early God. here. The only American breakfast they serve here is the uh, egg, the cheese. Uh -huh. No egg, cheese, and sausage. Uh, Mac, Mu uh, muffin muffin uh-huh and the, the the same but with bacon instead of the sausage right i think the That's sausage it. one is just better so they just said they only sell those two sandwiches everything else is spanish based 
like there, food. There, there are some griddles. No, oh no, what? No. Oh my god. I think I think have those you, might be illegal here. Have you crumb. tried that? <laughs> no, I, I, no, I've tried the McGriddle, Yeah. Oh my god. I think that's when my 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 heart my heart <laughs> failure started. No, no, but so they only have those. But I wake up early and I go get like three of those fuckers and I just eat them. <laughs> and I wake up early excited. I'm like, ooh, what's happening? <laughs> like your body wakes up. You don't even wake up. Yeah. <laughs> So I think it's important to like, you know, if, if, if we can leave a message for the episode, it's like, if you're waking up to things that you don't like, well, you're gonna start have to work on changing that thing, which like, don't feel bad. I'm one of those persons right now trying to yeah. change the work that I have because it's not something that I wake up to and I'm happy to go do, right? But in the meantime, while you still have that job, cause you do need to pay the bills. Like, unfortunately we cannot just be like, I'm just gonna follow my dreams. Because, you know, you have, to, <laughs> you have to pay the bills, right? In the meantime, you can at least set up your day so that it, the first thing you do in the morning is something that you like and not straight to go to work because that's going to set you up in a mood and I'm going to try it as well. Uh, maybe do a little juggeroony. Maybe not the mountain biking because it just takes too long, but maybe do a, a little juggeroony before I have to go to work. Maybe that will put me in the right mindset. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Any last words? Uh you know on, on any of this um it's it's very critical that you that you conserve a part of your childhood that's uh, from what i've learned today um have somebody that you can talk to about your about your problems whether it be a psychologist or a friend somebody that's that's willing to listen to you without judgment and um and try to find something that you like to do and do that and make that the reason you wake up every day and help you propel you forward into changing your life to be able to do that more often, you know? I'm gonna leave it like that because that was too impactful and I want that to be the last words. I love you guys, take care, peace. <laughs> no, that was really nice. You never cease to, to come through with a fire. <laughs>